Hello, everyone. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the uh, 6.5 6.5 for sure. 6.5. Batteries see, included this time. Yeah. See, what happened was uh, something in Ty's mic wasn't working. So yeah. audio, audio yeah. and visual went weird. This has got to be boring um, for you at home because you don't care about all that yeah. stuff. Just know... Blame it on Jer. We've done this all once before, but we can't take, we can't wait to talk about Goon again. We're, we're joking, Jer. We love you. Okay, so uh, this movie, uh, the sequels, just came out two weeks ago. Yep. Uh, on St. Patty's Day. Yep. Um, don't know why they picked that day. I guess drinking and hockey kind of makes sense. It's uh, Friday. Yeah. Um, what a, what better day to put a movie out? Yeah, I guess. Friday. Friday. Um, it's a good, it's a okay movie, not great, not bad. It's a comedy, modern comedy. The Mo- most modern movie we've ever done. Mm-hmm. Um, most Canadian movie we've also ever done, In, I think. Absolutely. Yes, definitely. I can't, I, for, give it's it up only to, episode six, and I can't remember. Give it up the to ones. Canadianity. Canadianity. Absolutely. Okay, well, um, without further ado, let's do Goon. Goon. So, Goon. I'm trying to say it sound Goon. the same time you say it. Yep. Goon. So, Goon is... A movie based around enforcers in hockey. Uh, the main character is Doug Glatt, also known as Doug the Thug. Um, and it centers around him trying to make it in hockey. What really is the plot of this It's movie? not so much he's trying to make it in hockey. He's trying to find a thing, right? So his buddy's yeah. got like this hockey talk game or show. Yeah, called Hot Ice. Hot Ice. You're blowing hot ice. Yeah, and, and it's awesome. I, I think it's, it, it's kind of like... When I was watching it, I was like thinking, we're kind of doing the same kind of thing. They have a little bit bigger studio well, kind of deal. But Did uh, you notice when you watched it that uh, their uh, their set is a Bollywood set, just changed? Oh, is it? Yeah, you can, you'll notice like the Indian gods oh, okay. underneath like banners. So we <laughs> so in a way, we got we got one up on them. Yep. Um, I, but uh, we're announcing it now. Uh, the series is now called Blowing Hot Ice. Yep. With Ty and Derek. Blowing Hot Ice. We can't be as vulgar as... Uh, Pat was on his yeah. show. But We're not going to uh, talk about hot dogs. <laughs> Do you like hot dogs? I like hot dogs. It, there's a time of year for hot dogs. A time of year. Like summertime. Barbecued hot dogs are way better than the hot dogs I pull off at home. Yeah, and arena hot dogs aren't that great. Um, I did just say pull hot dogs off. Pull hot dogs. <laughs> so, Anyways. Um, this movie, uh, as always, I will be taking the role of destroying this thing. <laughs> As that is my only joy in life. And I will find the absolute joy in a movie made about my favorite sport and some of my favorite things that happen in that sport. So it's a good it's a great sport. As you can see, I'm a fan. Yeah. Uh, I, I cheer for a little bit better of a team than you, but we're not gonna talk about that. Yeah, we, we could. We could. We're in a playoff position. It's all good. Uh Let me we just turn that logo. We were top of the league for a little while. Mm-hmm. Minnesota is doing amazing. Yeah, it's Amazing. lonely at the top, though, right? You know what? It's a long way to the yeah. top if you want to rock and roll. Yeah. So anyway, so this movie is based around, uh, I already said Doug Glatt, who is not a hockey player. Like, he, he wasn't. He never skate, skated before, before this mm-hmm. movie. Um, so basically what happens is uh, he realizes that, you know, his brother and his dad are doctors. His uh, buddy has a show, we already said before. Yeah. Um, I believe it's called Movie Therapy, his show. Oh, no, sorry, no, we're movie therapy. He's hot blowing up. Okay, e- sorry. Easy yeah. mistake to yeah, make. Yeah, easy mistake. We both, yeah. sure. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so he, he's like, oh, you know, I don't have a thing. So he, they go to a hockey game to make him feel better. And it turns out that uh, one of the players gets put in the penalty box. 
and uh, jumps the boards, which you pointed out in uh, take one of this this mm-hmm. episode that was actually based on a real hockey thing. Yep. Um, which was uh, the Boston Bruins beat a guy with his own shoe. Yeah, Mike Milbury. Mike Milbury, who uh, went on to coach the Bruins later on, but uh, mm. and become an, an analysis on uh, either TSN or CBC or one of those things. Mm. Um, he actually went up into the stands after a big brawl, on-ice brawl, and beat a fan with his own shoe. Which is very entertaining. Yeah, and we could pull up that video, but, but we're just trying to breeze through this little podcast here. A little um, podcast and a but big podcast. You know world. what, Doug, in the the t- uh, the thug, <laughs> Doug the thug, the thug. Or, as, or or as he does it, the Doug the thug, yeah. glad. <laughs> we should only talk to him about that. We'll do that intro every single time. Yeah. You mention Doug, okay? Well, the tagline of the movie says that he's the nicest guy you'll ever fight, mm. and I mean he is a nice guy through this movie. Um, there's a lot of funny moments with uh, with him dealing with his first job as a bouncer, yep. and he's dealing with a lot of the things that go on. One of the things being uh, an old guy who's uh, shaking the jukebox, and uh, he says, "What's, What's the matter, Jerry? I didn't win anything." And he says, "That's because that's a jukebox, Jerry." Which just these kind of like calm mannerisms really kind of set up the character. I'd like to point out something. Mm-hmm. This is, um, if you are watching this movie to find uh, good humor, settle in, because that is the, probably the most ma- non-toddlerish joke you will find in this movie. <laughs> um, the rest of the j- jokes in this movie have to do with hot dogs being penises, mm-hmm. uh, 69 being hilarious, as he says. You act, you act like you're not... An adolescent yourself. Oh, I giggled. I love I'll dick giggle. and fart jokes, man. That's that's what happened when when as soon as he said pick sixty nine, that's hilarious. I went tee hee. But not that's only stupid. that, he shouts it from the stands when the coach is asking what number he wants, as if yeah. the coach was speaking loud enough for the fans to hear what he was talking about a number on a jersey. But I, I really like the idea that there's one player that was sitting there going, I should pick that. Yeah. Oh, I'm upset. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was really the only number that he could go for after the setup of the movie. Yeah, um, the the music in the movie sets off pretty good. The Allman Brothers start off um, right after the credit scene, but like the uh, main title screen actually shows a tooth being spit out, mm-hmm. and we find out later the uh, foreshadowing event of what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so uh, Eugene Levy's his dad, and yep. that's pretty cool. Doug Glatt's dad's Eugene Levy. And uh, if you don't know him from SCTV and or, uh, American Pie American series, Pie. Uh, even Mile. like Schitt's Creek, yep. um, it, it, he's an awesome actor and um, it would be an honor for him to be your yeah. father in a movie. Um, there's a Trailer Park Boys cameo yeah. um, early in the movie too. They're, the, uh, they're working the booth and the editing station in the uh, studio, which he basically gets kicked off of yeah. for being too vulgar Everyone walks off the scene, um, and when I say he, I mean Pat, yeah. um, uh, Doug's best friend. Which, so I didn't notice this until watching watching the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, which by the thing I mean behind the scenes. Yep. So uh, Pat has these. I forget what they're actual called. They actually have a, a term for it, and you'll probably know. Um, where he has those lines in his hair, like so he has the side of his head like buzz cut. So those it's are short. called steps. Yeah, the steps. And he yep. was talking about it. And w- after I saw a thing on it, 
as soon as I watched it, I went, those are uneven. Like, there's two that are, like, this close, yeah. and the other ones are, like, this close, and I'm like, oh, that is terrible. And the rest of the thing, that's the only thing I could uh, focus on, which, Pat, if you wanted to pick one person who had the most uh, vulgar, um, bring you right back to your uh, pre-adolescence <laughs> jokes, <laughs> it's this man right here. He, he is, he is if, if childishness was a weapon, he would be like the Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. He's walking in with it all linked up. He's got the vagina jokes. He's got yeah. dick jokes. He's got, again, 69 jokes. He's yeah. got them all. We're talking about the mind of Jay Baruchel, who uh, yeah. co-wrote this uh, this movie with uh, Evan Goldberg of uh, Superbad, Pineapple yeah. Express fame. Um Done really well. They, they brought Canadian elements into it, mm. hockey elements into it, comedy elements into it. Mm. And like, if 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 you ever played hockey, you know that there's a lot of immaturity going yeah. on in and out of the dressing room. So I think the tone of what you're speaking of of mm. these uh, adolescent jokes are definitely on par with the subject matter that we're dealing with here. Um, so you have Doug, he tries out for the assassins and he steps on the ice. And th- mm. if I was to rip something apart, okay. it would be this part here. I Wait, I will allow you to take my job for a second, right. okay? All right, okay. I'll, I'll, I, will, I will allow you. I will tag in. Tag, there you okay. go. Okay, so um, he basically, you know, long story short, he, uh, mm-hmm. he goes on that radio show and the, he gets a tryout from the assassins team, yeah. which is the team in his town that he's been watching. And they want him to come in and, and you know beat people up and, and do all that stuff. So he, he but he first has to try out. Yeah. So he shows up. Say the ice capades. And he steps yeah, he steps on the ice and I mean he can't even get the door latch open. And I mean I've played hockey, I've known that those latches sometimes play tricks on you. But uh, he gets um, on the ice finally and he's wearing figure skates. Now what I don't get is yeah. that he scrounged up all that other hockey equipment that looks mm-hmm. pretty decent and professional and like he's ready to protect himself mm-hmm. but he couldn't get the skates but he of course the joke is that they belong to his brother yeah they don't take the gay jokes too far in this Wh- one. which is nice like again um we mentioned this in the first take of this which is uh most movies nowadays um they when a character is gay that's their whole character. That's and it seems to be that's Hollywood's view on it. Yeah, is that it's all it can be. Um, it's nice to see in movies, mainstream movies especially, where it's not a whole character's description. Yep. Like he's a doctor. You know, he's his brother. Like he and throughout his movie, he does not play the role of being the gay brother. He plays the role of being the brother. Being like, the brother. Yeah. that happens to be gay. Yeah. It's, it's, and they use it yeah. in a, in a very sparse way, but yeah. like it definitely moves the plot along. Mm. Rather than stopping it dead in its tracks, it's not. Never mind. Yeah, continue. Yeah, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, the like, coach. The yeah. coaches are brothers as well. Uh, yeah. So like, there's a whole brother theme going on, I guess. Brothers, um, brotherly love. Yeah. So, uh, so I mean, we're doing a we're doing a rundown of the movie because we're going back to our old form. Oh yeah, we got so. <laughs> I, I, I'm so let's talk about the fighting. So yep. so as, as it's the easiest way to get off of the uh, steps. So uh, call back. Sure. So, just a little brief for anyone who is not from Canada or is from Canada but doesn't give two craps about hockey. So, in hockey, hockey was originally founded in Canada, and it was more or less 
as much as this sounds like a stereotype or as like racism or something like that, it was honestly started as just a fun game and then it became into a way for people to solve problems. And fighting got introduced because while well, you're playing this game, usually these people were heated at each other, so someone whacked the other person over the head with a stick. Yep. You can't go find, like, as much as people don't realize this, Canada back in the day, when Honky was first getting found, it didn't really have a lot of police around. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't, by the way, this history lesson, history lesson of the day. <laughs> so they couldn't go to a police officer and say, hey, this guy broke a stick over my head. Yeah, take care of it yourself. And that's how hockey got started. Like, that's how fighting got started. Yeah. it's become a tradition. Everyone knows that fighting is in hockey. Well, uh, Europeans and Americans then adapted it as soon as they found out about it. And obviously, it's the best sport in the world, so who wouldn't want to play? Well, they weren't. They didn't get the whole fighting thing. Obviously, they by the time they got to it, they had police and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, especially Europe, obviously, because they've been around forever. So it was just they didn't see a use and for the it. Argolith- so a lot of movies like again Slapshot, which is usually considered, like I, I'm saying this just from people who I've heard, they say it's yep. the best hockey movie. It's the hockey movie it's, to yeah, watch. Yeah, the hockey movie to watch, which I disagree for, especially if you're Canadian, because that is an American look at hockey. It's saying fighting's bad. Where this movie, as it's not a great movie, it's it's far from. Um, but it's also not a terrible movie. It's more Canadian in that sense, where it goes, no fighting needs to happen. Yeah. Which, especially like in the day when Crosby and I mean not Crosby, that's today. Uh, when Gretzky was yeah. in uh, was playing, you needed enforcers so no one yeah. would hurt your star player. Yeah. So you had like the Marty McSorleys in there, and you had the yeah. Bob Proberts and. And you had players that were, you know, that was their only job was to fight. Like even yeah. more, more recent, Michael Scott was the same. Or not Michael Scott. His name was Michael Scott. Uh, are you talking about the guy that was yeah. captain on? Uh, yeah. Oh, that amazing player that everyone loves. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you don't watch hockey, you probably have no idea what we're talking about. Anyway, so this movie. I've been watching too much Office for <laughs> Scott. This uh, <laughs> this movie takes a nice look on that and goes. Um, Especially, so the sequel came out uh, a couple of Fridays ago, and it's called The Last Enforcer, which apparently focuses more on the fact that Gary Bettman is trying to get rid of uh, enforcers. Yep. I bet they don't use the name Gary Bettman, but we all know that no. Gary Bettman is the person trying to get rid of it. Um, which, by the way, he runs NHL at the moment. So it does like a nice saying, no, see, these people need to be here. It, it shows um, as much, and this is probably as long as I've been ever been for a movie, um, it does a nice of saying, see, you know, it's good. Doug, this is his purpose. Yep. Now, as I've said lots of nice things about it, I feel like I need to say some mean <laughs> things about it. Well, all I wanted to say was oh, yeah, it brings a human, it brings a human kind of like um, perspective of mm-hmm. an enforcer that they're not all just out to hurt people and they're nice and, and crush polite. people. Like, I mean, the, uh, uh, trying to think of the actor that actually plays him. Um, the guy plays Doug? Yeah. Oh, uh, He's, he, isn't he also, We're really good at this. Isn't, yeah, isn't he also an American Pie? <laughs> he is an American yeah. Pie. Um, you'll see his face and you'll immediately go, oh, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he's like the one of the only Americans in this movie other Sean than... Sean William Scott. Sean William Scott. Him. That doesn't sound right either. It doesn't sound right? He's right there. Who is it? Sean William Scott. We yep. got right. Okay. Yep. We got right. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> right on the head. Okay. Let's continue. Or was that it? That was pretty much it. Okay. it he, he plays a really nice guy, and mm. you do believe that he's the fighter that he is. That's all he can you, do. You do believe that, uh, that he is is super yeah. nice Canadian kind of guy. Okay. So I, rip this a new asshole. Okay. As the hipster I am, 
<laughs> I love uh, Quentin. I mean, I love Quentin Tarantino. I love Hitchcock. I love uh, again. My favorite genre is mystery. I like. I do like smart movies. Like again, I like Wes Anderson stuff like that. Taking like the past movies we've done, we've done Get Shorty, uh, Cape Fear, uh, 007, which that that wasn't a great quality movie today's standards. Yeah. Um, and then Edgar Wright's World End. Edgar Wright's World End is also is the only uh, comedy other than this one that we've done. Yeah, I guess Get Shorty's kind of, but it's more of a, a crime. Yeah, yeah. So it's still considered a comedy. Yeah, though. comparing them. Edgar Wright, the genius that he is in comedy, than watching Goon. So, for people who uh, watch this movie, watch this show because you are into movies, but you don't know the techniques and stuff like that behind it. Um, there's two different forms of comedy. There is physical and there is uh, verbal. Obviously, I'm guessing you can guess which one's which. Yep. So, um, Edgar Wright focuses a lot on uh, visual comedy, which is kind of dead nowadays. Which is like, for example, Scott Pilgrim, which is a movie you've never seen, sadly. Uh, at one point, he throws a package in the garbage. That took a lot of takes. Um, it's funny. It's very quick. He uses visuals. He uses everything in a film. Yeah. A lot of comedies nowadays don't do that. They just go, let's just do dialogue back and forth and cut it funny. And this movie does that. It's just, there is some visual parts that are kind of funny. Like when he's first trying to fight the guy and he falls down because he can't skate. I, I chuckled at that. But everything else was... It was, hey, you know, it's called fuck your mother. Like when they're doing that whole bit, and yeah. uh, like everything is just verbal. There and it's very. A lot of movies have this problem where it goes from really jokey to very serious. Mm-hmm. And this movie does it, but in extremes. Like they don't do it as badly close together. Yeah. But they do it in extremes, like talking about uh, the whole. At one point in this movie. Uh, uh, Burger Rabbit flies in his face. Yeah. And he goes, oh, and it, it looks like he's like a toddler. Like, he's helpless. And then yeah. he talks about how it's happened to him a lot of times. And you get a sense that he's, like, helpless. And then a little while later, it shows, well, a while later, yeah. it shows him very serious. Like, for example, him being serious is when uh, La Flemme punches him. And he goes, the reason I'm not knocking your, your yeah. teeth in are because of this. It's like, it goes from ridiculously silly to serious. Yeah. And ridiculously stupid to normal headed person which jumps around a lot which I'm not a big fan of yeah. but you have a retort I'm guessing I, don't, smile I, on your face. I always have a retort especially <laughs> when this smile comes on to my yeah face. when that shit eating smile comes on I, I, I think you're talking about the start of the movie and the end of the movie so what you're yeah. talking about is a character arc and yeah. uh, that is what this character does through this movie he definitely arcs he, he, it all started with the thesis that he doesn't have a thing yeah. So once he got a thing, he wasn't letting it go. So I mean, that leads to the um, the logo, the the logo yeah. thing. Well, Flame spitting on the logo and him like staring him down and wiping the logo down. Yeah. Him taking this serious because this is all he's ever had in his life. Yeah. I don't think you would say that that isn't a good character arc. Yeah, I I see what you're saying with the character yeah. arc, but for example, I'll I'll draw on the board where you can see. Please do. So. Let's say this is the uh, very beginning bar, okay? Mm-hmm. This is the jukebox, Jerry. Um, and this is uh, the phlegm hits. So phlegm hit. Okay. Um, this is the timeline. Yeah. So serious, serious, right? He's serious at both these. Um, I think it's around 
middle-ish where he goes up to the person and says, um, the guy goes, oh, you want a piece of me? And he goes, yes, please. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's very, that, that again is very um, silly. And then, is it before or after where the whole garbage thing happens? Um, the garbage thing kind of happens in between all of that. So, I think what you're trying to get at it, is that it, it goes from funny to serious. Funny to serious. Funny with to serious. no like, real... If this was goofy, yeah, this is goofy and this is serious, there's an arc. But this, it goes like... Serious, goofy, serious. Like it, it goes like it's everywhere. Yeah. It just to me, I, I kind of drew all over this thing. <laughs> yeah. But it just to me, like it doesn't sit. It's not an arc. It's yeah. more of like an arc if you beat it with a hammer a bit. Yeah. Uh, it, it's really bumpy and there's it just. I swear we didn't get this uh, aggressive in the first uh, podcast. Oh, you want to get aggressive? But here we are. You want to get aggressive? Here we are right aggressive. now. If I had a jersey, maybe we could just do oh, that. But we do a fight just right yeah. in the middle here. That, that'd have to do with the movie. Yeah. <laughs> jersey each other. I don't. I'm sorry, I don't have another one here. And then, then I gotta like beat you up in front of your dad, who is one of our fans. I, I gotta say though, in my defense, <laughs> I'm a child. Yeah, that's you're true. going to prison. That's true. That's true. Right. And I it's, got proof. It's, it's on YouTube. So. Yeah. It's not gonna happen. I'm not. I'm not. I am not Doug Black. But tune in next. I'm week. more the player that laid on the ice and waited yeah. for my trainer father to come and get me. Well, so tune in next week where we do fight. Yeah, Joking. we do I fight. Do, we do, might yeah. bite we might. each other. Um, is that too much of a hint? I'm just worried about the implications of that. Us mm-hmm. biting each other. I, I'm not gonna bite you, sir. Okay. And well, please don't bite me. I I do tend to get a little bitey. Anyways. This is warranted. I get that, but this, yeah. I think, a lot of times when you're trying to rip apart a movie, you're really not taking the thing. Is is this is all fun? All of it is fun. F U N. Yeah. Fun. Emphasis on the F U. <laughs> this is a fun movie, and it is not meant to be either serious or goofy. It's meant to be somewhere in the middle, where but, where what the I know no, no buts. I think you take it a little too seriously it's a comedy it's a movie made by a fan of hockey it's made by a lot of different little things like we're talking about the NHL players that influence this movie NHL players that are in the movie like George LaRock Mm -hmm. do you have that YouTube video still there Jeremy? yeah Um, George LaRock uh, he actually did actually have a hockey fight Mm -hmm. in the NHL where he invited the the guy he was fighting yeah to fight and said good luck okay. before it all happened. Um, yeah, so it's about to show the fight here. So you explain this while I set up my next point because I got a point. All right, cool. So all right, cool. George Larock is in the. Uh, are we looking at the right video here? Yeah, it's it's. I don't think it's the same video. Anyways, George Larock is the guy that plays for Phoenix in the darker jersey here. And you, you you get this. Yeah, no no worries no worries. You get the whole idea of who this guy is. See, right here, he's talking to the player, and he's like, hey, you want to go? And he's like, yeah, sure. Good luck. And they fight, and it's always a good fight after. Now, George the Rock, the, character, the guy yeah. in the uh, Phoenix Coyotes jersey, the darker jersey, he actually appears in this movie, Goon, and he plays this basically the same character. Like, I don't think there was a whole lot of acting necessary no. for what he was doing. But it was, a nice, it was a nice gesture towards the game of hockey, to have some players. I, I believe that there's a Mike Ricci's on the, uh, he's on the uh, Assassins when they're doing all the, the fighting yeah. and stuff. He's kind of like just playing the background, but there was NHL players available for this movie. So, 
Okay. That's pretty neat. May, may I? Yes, say? go ahead. So this has nothing to do with what you were saying, but this is something that not. bothered me. Oh, yeah, of course. It's my point, so it has nothing to do with what you were saying. <laughs> um, but this just has something that I've noticed. Okay. So, and it's nothing to do with the direct... It's, it, this is a new area for us. Yeah. Because I have not talked about these people before. Yeah. Uh, costume designers. Costume designers did a really good job for most of this movie. Yeah, they did. They didn't have to pay any sports teams for the yeah. use of the logos. They made their own. But one thing I do got to point out to this. Okay, so for example, in real life, there is the NHL. Yep. And then there is the AHL. Yeah, which is the minor league affiliate. To and the in this, I don't know. In, in, in the movie, they just say it's uh, uh, pro and then farm. Semi-pro. And sorry, semi-pro. So but, but this what is underneath whatever this is would be the semi-pro. This yeah. is the farm team for the yeah. NHL. Okay. So, okay, then they'll be O. They'll be OHL. So this, this is where they're That's at. That's more junior. Whatever. There, there's a line in between here. Sorry. With, with line in between. This yeah. is Doug. Yeah. Doug is in between. There we yeah. go. So in real life, uh, quality of jerseys does this. It goes down the farther yeah. you go. In this movie, it seems that the best quality jerseys in the whole league are the Highlanders. And they show the, the National League. They show um, every other team in their league that they're playing. And all of them, like all of them in their league, look the, basically the same. Yeah. And all the people in the actual like high league, I know this is the first time I watched it. They, I, and I get budget and you should put more time into the one you're going to see the most. Yeah. Just all the other ones kind of blend together and seem really crappy. And then the Highlanders one were really cool. They're all blue and so they yeah. looked really nice. And just as a hockey fan, I was like, go to go to friggin' the London Knights. Yeah. Compare that to an NHL team. Yeah. It's like, yes, they're still nice, but there's an obvious difference. It's like there there is some jerseys in the um, OHL and stuff like that that are nice yep. like NHL but there's always a difference yep. so you can always tell where in this movie as much as the costume designers did good they did great I don't think they really paid attention to the league they're in they, I, I think what happened and this has no, <laughs> nothing this is no fault to the costume designers yep. as they are mo- like as they're most likely from the US as most of them are I'm not trying to say that. None it's of a Canadian-made movie, yeah, so yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. be surprised if they did that on purpose. But so, let's say it was Americans that okay. did the costume design that didn't care, care about hockey. Yeah, they were told that they have to make uh, hockey co- like uh, ho- hockey uniforms. Yeah, so they go okay. They look at a couple of just basic hockey uniforms and they go okay. That's what we have to do, and that's what they did. Where they could have done a little more research and figured out that okay, this is the area, this is the league we're going for. Let's try to make it look more like this league. Yeah. Because the Highlanders, I could see as like as their jerseys did have a little bit of similarities to, not complete similarities to, uh, the Jets and the Philadelphia Flyers. What? Oh. Mm. They had the the the. Yeah, the logo. The had, the, logo. Yeah, the, the logo had yeah. had something to do with the Philadelphia. Yeah. But the jersey style, like how the jersey looked, yeah. was very uh, Winnipeg Jets. Yeah. To me, at least. Okay. You, you can you can say it's not, but to me, that's what. <laughs> no, that's like. fine. I, I just, just feel like when you're watching the movie, the d- attention to detail it falls uh, to well, the point that what you're saying is that the Halifax logo stands out more than anyone else, and that's also, the yeah, team you're the, supposed to care about. But even the logo, like even that, like. 
for example, it takes a while, like a long time to make a movie, roughly. Yeah. Like you spend a lot of time, <laughs> you spend a lot of time writing the script, you spend a lot of time working on yeah. this. Or the Highlander logo, you got the sense of that's like an actual professional logo. It looks like something that some, an actual professional team would do. Yeah. Then you look at the Shamrocks. It looks like something my high school came up with. And I'm like, these are the two main teams. Yeah, but you know, it it's, just, it's not a focus. I, 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 I get that it's not <laughs> I, a focus I swear for you're, ta- you're talking film. about it longer than they probably even thought about it, man. I know, but I'm just saying they had a long time to make this film. Yeah. I just, it's something that bothered me as a hockey fan. Yeah. Just that it's like, y- you guys got a <laughs> lot of things right. You guys got a lot of things right. You guys did really good. But when you stumble, I, si- I see it. Yeah. Uh, which there's a lot of stumbling wow. in this movie. That's, that seems like a stumble to me. <laughs> that you're staring at the jerseys and not thinking about the team I, that's actually playing. I watched this movie three times yeah. to prepare for this. Yeah. And it bothered me. Um, All right, so like I mean, in the first incarnation of this, Tice yeah. definitely did not rant about this for. I as didn't long even mention the jerseys. Um, but like the the parts the parts that I'm really want to talk mm. about in this movie is is some of the things that happen in a, in a hockey game when when you're a player that's maybe not as used as much as other players on the the bench. Mm. Um, you, you tend to look at the coach a lot. And there's a scene yeah. where he's like looking to, at his coach, which, which by the way is a Canadian, yeah. Kim Coates, who actually uh, was on Sons of Anarchy, played uh, Tig, mm-hmm. wh- who if you have seen Sons of Anarchy, which I'm sure some of you have, he plays an explosive character. I had no idea he was Canadian until I saw this movie. Mm-hmm. But uh, he plays a great coach. And he's basically, so Doug, Doug Glatt's trying to like, you know, the coach is basically giving a speech to his team saying, who wants to play? Who wants to play? Yeah. And time and time again, the team is not performing well yeah. at all. And he keeps repeating, who wants to play? And mm. Doug Glatt's like looking up at the coach with his like wide eyes. And he's just mm. like, stop staring at me, kid. Yeah. But then he realizes that this kid really wants to get in there. And he really wants to go. So he, he parks him in butt. front of the penalty, ba- or the penalty box. He parks him in front of the goalie to screen. So he, mm. he starts using him more than just fighting. Yeah. And, then, and from all that, he ends up scoring a goal with his really? ass. But. Which a lot of NHL players have done a lot since, since this. Yeah. Um, I, I have no video for that. Um. Wait. Anyway, so you were talking about the garbage that blows in my face sometimes. I, that that mm-hmm. that moment actually sets up kind of like the romantic kind of like the the romantic interest of yeah. Eva, Eva and Doug. And, Doug. and Eva kind of like displays the characteristics of a uh, a puck money. She likes hockey players. Puck she bunny, likes yeah. she likes hockey and all the things that happen in hockey. She, and she says she is. I love it. I yeah. love the fighting, I love the beer. Yeah, the fighting, yeah. the beer. And, and there's even a funny scene where he actually calls her when he says he yeah. wasn't going to. <laughs> Which I think is either him being really dumb or really smart because he definitely wins her over that way. Kay. But she's got her feet on her coffee table mm-hmm. and she's uh, trying to explain to him that she's trying to cut back the drinking when she's clearly had nine to ten beers yeah. she's been, in, she's drunk. in that sitting. Okay, so... Can I? Sure can. Can I go back on my word? Sure. For a second. Yep. But this. But fun? <laughs> yes. Being a fun movie? Okay, so. Is it now fun? No. This is not, <laughs> that's not what I'm going for. So I'm going for the whole silliness. So 
the relationship in this movie is different than most relationships. Yeah, it's I'm not, not saying, cliche like most. I'm movies. not saying it's better. Mm-hmm. And in all honesty, uh, the relationship I didn't really like because this is why. This is why. And then okay. I'm gonna and then I'm gonna bring bring it back to this. Okay. The whole relationship revolves around Doug being a really nice guy and Eva being an ass and being like sleeping around. Bad like girlfriend. Being a bad girlfriend. And then at the very end it just goes, they ended up together, it's great. And I'm like, uh, no, that, she's, like it doesn't, I, I'm guessing they'll touch more on this in the sequel. Okay. But it's just to me, it's like, she doesn't really do a change. At, at the most, the, the, she kind of proves more that she's sleeping around. Because she goes from, I love my boyfriend, to, oh, here's a new guy I'm going to see for a little bit. Now she's dating him. Like in the next movie, like in this movie, what, what is she, she now going to sleep with someone else? Her actual line is that she, like, Doug makes her not want to sleep around on guys. Yeah. So, like, in a way, that's the change that she's making for herself. And I think what a lot of people realize and and mm. you know you, you might be a bit younger and you are in a relationship so I'm not trying to be too yeah. personal here but I think what a lot of people do is they change for someone they don't change yeah. for themselves and she changed for herself just being around Doug yeah so the whole arc of their meeting and her push pushing away and him just being Doug himself the whole way through and her being a huge fan of what he's about to do, mm. I believe it really makes it make sense that they hook up in the end. And actually, I've read some stuff about the sequel. Not spoiler stuff, but they are married. Yeah, I, 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 know, I know they're married in the sequel. I know they so the I, I think uh, however people get together, I think it's necessary that you know um, a, a man has a good woman behind him. That, that kind of like old school flavor of old school movies, that I, still sits true. I just found it a weird couple. Like, Doug's very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, he fights yeah. and all. But, and uh, Eva being a puck bunny mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It just seemed, I get it. Like, it, yeah. it, to me, it's one of those things where uh, we mentioned it in the first take, so you guys don't know about this, yeah. where I mentioned how sometimes something has a flaw that just blends in with everything, so you can't really tell what's wrong with it. Like, yeah. where a lot of movies we do, it's very easy to see something stumble. Yeah. But if the whole time the movie's stumbling, it's kind of hard to tell after a little while. If so, like, it's kind of like how a toddler, when it kind of walks, you go, <laughs> it's walking! But if a guy does that, you go, wow, he's drunk. Like, <laughs> it's... Yeah. And so, I just know, I don't like the relationship. It seems weird to me. It might just be the fact that... Ju- and... Just the idea that it was she was sleeping around and then she goes, oh, it's Doug. It seemed like she made her mind up really quickly from going, I hate this, like, I, I, this was a bad idea, to okay. And words are words. Yeah. But you didn't see <laughs> her change. Like, she broke up with her boyfriend, but she could have done, like, she could have had a guy before her boyfriend who she did the exact same thing and she could have been a, I don't know, the guy's like, does something to do with business. Maybe yeah. she was a, Maybe she was a paper bunny um, <laughs> before, yeah. and it just kind of moves along. I didn't. It just to me doesn't make sense. But also, I kind of have a theory. <laughs> All right. I have a theory. All right. About the goofiness and Eva. Yeah. As further on in the movie, you start to realize he's more serious around his ho- like his hockey buddies. Actually, throughout the whole movie, really, 
And once in a while on the ice, he'll be goofy. But throughout the movie, he's kind of more serious with his hockey buddies and family and stuff like that. Um, except for odd moments like the hat come back here scene. But he's always goofy with Eva. Like, he's always like, what if, what if? Yeah. He's actually like a normal person, like a normal, not stupid person. But he realizes he, people will feel bad for him and stuff like that if he acts dumb. So he uses that to get Eva. What if Goon is really about two terrible people coming together and being terrible to things so that they come together? What if Doug manipulated her to get together? Nope. No? You're going to say no? <laughs> I'm going to say no because that's ridiculous. <laughs> I, well. I think, I think the, the thing is, is that this is a comedy. Yeah. He uses his goofball attitude to mm. his advantage. I'll say it's out there whether it's on purpose or by accident. He's but like, it's the fact that his charm mm. does what it does to everyone around him. You know, mm. like you take the uh, finale in the in the game when Doug takes the final fight, which is absolutely brutal and the bloody. The final fight is definitely my favorite part but of the like, movie. But like, really let good. me lead to my point though here. If you want to yeah. keep talking about the fight, I'm oh, yeah. all game for it. But um, even La Flame at the end ends up scoring a hat trick mm-hmm. uh, in in inspiration from mm. Doug's fight and his perseverance towards this team fighting oh, with yeah. a broken ankle, that, which is just excruciating to watch. Yeah. To see the ankle break. I mean, everyone's looking at him. And yeah. it's absolutely... If you want to talk about how relationships are ridiculous, I want to talk about the damn refing in this damn league. I, <laughs> it's insane that they let this continue to go. Like, as soon as you see blood in the NHL or AHL or OHL, it's, the game's done. over. Or the fight's yeah. over. But I, <laughs> these dudes just go and go I, and go. I really like the, don't you fucking dare, <laughs> when the ref's going to stop the fight. <laughs> it, it's... The he fight? doesn't actually curse. You yeah. did. What? Now, Ty, I thought he did. I thought he did. No, not on that part. But uh, you owe some money to the swear jar. No problem. Oh, sorry. We gotta figure that out. Yeah. But this movie, if I had to pick my favorite thing about it, it'd be the fight scenes. If I had to pick my least favorite thing about it, it'd be the rest of the movie. But I like the fights. <laughs> the yeah. fights are good. They're, go- they're like they're gorier than most fights. Yeah. Like, um, especially the end fight is really good. The one thing, though, I got to say, and they do build it up, the final climax of these people need to go against each other. Yeah. But, and I I do get it. It's like, you know, he's his hero, you know, and then he's like, okay, we got to fight. It's very chill, the fighting. Like, even when they go meet him in the bar, they're like, yeah, you know, I'm going to lay you the fuck out. He does swear in that. Yeah. He says that to bring it up. But you don't, and other than the fans going, like, we really need these guys to fight, you don't really see Glatt go, this is a guy I need to beat. He, he's more or less like going, like, yeah, I understand that I need to fight yeah. this guy. But there isn't, like, a rivalry. Like, it's, you see it in Ray, kind of, where he's yeah. like, I, I, you know, I need to prove I'm still good. But our main character doesn't seem into it, where usually it's vice versa. Usually, like, going to for yeah. a movie that you don't remember a lot about, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Uh, Drax and uh, the Destroyer guy. I can't remember his name at the moment. <laughs> um, Ronan. Ronan the Destroyer. Uh, Drax's family died because of Ronan, so Drax is going to fight Ronan to, for revenge. Yeah. Uh, Ronan doesn't know his family, didn't remember his family, so he doesn't give a crap. It was the opposite in this. It was where uh, Ross, who was going... Oh, this guy's apparently the new me. I got I gotta prove I'm 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 good. Yeah. 
And then Doug's like, "Oh, okay, you wanna you wanna play? I get I get I get we have to. So let's do yeah. this." And honestly, I think it'd have been really cool if they did a movie from Ross's perspective. I think that would honestly might be better of the idea of some. And I think from seeing the trailers, the, the, the difference between Ross yeah. and Doug is that Doug has redeemable qualities. Ray has been a he's he's seen as the villain in this movie mm. as he's the the violent offender. He gets suspended a lot. He he like Marty McSorley somebody's head. That's mm. a hockey player that uh, yeah. got suspended for the same kind of thing. Twenty games, right? So yeah. like I mean to put Ray in a perspective, you'd have to give him a human character. And, and as far as I'm concerned. The only human character you get is when he meets him in the bar and they chat. Yeah, that, but that's like true. he does, that's he true. does let him know that he's going to lay him out. The charm of Doug's character is that he's human. Yeah, and that he is a simple person that never really had anything. I've mm. said this already. He never really had anything, and now he's he's got his thing, and it comes out in a great result. It's not the way most sports movies end. Yeah, it, it didn't have as much drama. Yeah, attached to it that was unnecessary, which would lead to your seriousness, is what you're talking about. But, but like the um, the parts that that um, that are crucial to the plot, which I think yeah. the plot moves along quite well. It, it never does. lacks. It doesn't slow down. Like mm-hmm. I don't think there's any characters that like are really like mentionably bad. Yeah, that, that everyone holds their thing. Like we in the first in. In the first podcast that we did of this, yeah, um, we talked a lot about the uh, the teammates and the yeah. Russians and like how they have kind of like the the French goalie, yeah, and they they kind of make it very Canadian and still lead goalie. it to hockey fans that aren't Canadian. He's a Newfie goalie. Is he Newfie? I'm pretty sure. Huh. Um, but well, Laflamme is the co- the yeah is French the guy. The goalie's so, yeah. You're, you're right. He's Newfie. Newfoundland. It, Newfoundland. Can we um, call them Newfies? But yeah, we can call them Newfies. Yeah. We're Canadian. We can say whatever we want. <laughs> um, but so if you self righteous with, with your thing where you said um, he is pinned up to be the bad guy, he has no redeeming qualities. Mm-hmm. At the very beginning of the movie, when he does the hit, um, the two main characters, which well, not the two main characters, uh, Doug and Pat, who is kind of like the side witty guy, yeah. um, say it's sad to see him apologize. They yeah. said. Like you can see them go, this is a normal thing for them. Yeah. Whatever, this is what goons do. I could see a movie where it's about Ross and how yeah. he was just doing his job, and he's now getting backlash for it, and people are trying to find a new thing. But seeing the trailers for Goon Two, I think they're doing that whole thing with Doug. Oh yeah. I think they're saying that someone else is taking his shoes. Oh, okay. I could be wrong, but from the trailers, that's, that's pretty what it looks cool. Like. That's pretty cool. So um, my wish is my wish is their command. That scene actually is another lean towards NHL players too. Todd mm. Bertuzzi, who got uh, nailed for uh, hitting Donald Brashear, mm. uh, I think I'm gonna say '96. Mm. I'm going out on a limb saying '95, '96. Yeah. Um, he, he definitely he went on TV crying, mm. and no one really bought it. Yeah, and I think that's what the whole thing is with Ray is is like can't believe I see this guy like this, you know? Like, yeah, it's a publicity stunt. They they make, you know, for the team because he's playing for a team that goes yeah. back to the spitting on the logo and and having respect yeah. for your team, which Doug goes from the beginning and end, respect being faithful right. for the team that he plays for. He considers it his job, mm. just like the bouncing 
being very serious about his job. I mean, mm. you got to bounce some people. You got to believe that mm. if he needs to take care of somebody. But I, I mean, if there's a girl with a fake ID, that uh, <laughs> it's really funny because it's like it says here, your eyes are blue, but in real life, your eyes are are brown. Yeah, <laughs> you really know? And, and, and you look at it and completely different, different person. person. Right? So I mean, he probably let some people in. Yeah, <laughs> with his charm and um, all that. So, so. We, we've now done uh, 45 minutes, which this is going to be a shorter podcast episode. Yeah. We're filming this later at night. Yeah. Um, it's past so, my bedtime. Yeah, it's past his bedtime. He's got to go home. His mom's going to be upset. Yeah. So, it, this, so, overall, this isn't a bad movie. Um, there's not a lot of hockey movies out there. Um, for me, this is uh, better than Miracle on Ice. I didn't enjoy Miracle on Ice. Didn't bother it. Um, Slapshot. I don't really know how they fare against each other. I, I've seen them both. I've seen them both a couple yeah. times. But I find this one more Canadian, so I think this one wins against Slapshot. For me, for that, that Bold is a lot of bonus points for me. Sure. Uh, I think as a hockey fan, it's a must-see. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. I, I think with the new movie coming out, mm. chances are you've probably already seen it. Yeah. Um, and it just came on Netflix yesterday. Yeah. So check it out on Netflix if you haven't uh, seen it Two days ago yet. for you people watching it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, two right. days ago, because it's coming out tomorrow. Yeah, if tomorrow. this one works. Surprise, this isn't live. <laughs> we don't sit here all day repeating the same thing. So, we appreciate you watching and yeah. uh, struggling through our uh, frustration being in the studio as long as we've been today. Yeah. Um, thank you to Jeremy for switching and letting us do this all over again to make sure yeah. we got it right. For you um, guys, uh, Faux Pop Media. Um, do it you all can Derek. look at it at uh, Do It All Derek. You're looking at Ty. Uh, mine's Miller uh, underscore three. At, yeah, at Miller underscore three. You just saw it on the screen. If you're going to tweet us, you'd already be on um, the Twitter machine. And then there's also, we have a Twitter, uh, Northstar, I mean, not Northstar. Well, Northstar also does have a Twitter. Yep. Uh, that's in the description. But also, you can just go to straight to uh, movie, th- movie Therapy, who has its own Twitter, which is at underscore Movie Therapy. Yeah. Which is great. Um, before we end off, because we almost forgot to do an important thing, what's your rating? Oh, my rating is uh, six bags of pucks out of ten. Mine is 5.5 bloody teeth out of ten. Bloody teeth. It's not the the worst movie in the world, but certainly I've heard the second one's better, and I'm excited because there is some points to improve on it, as I've stated. It's a lot of fun. F-U-N. Fun. Fun. Keep in mind that it's a fun movie. And that's it what is. this all is about. Watching movies is fun. Ripping movies apart is fun. Talking is. about movies is even more fun. And when you guys check us out, talking about all these mm. things and doing these things, that's great. So hit us with the comments. Tell us what movie to do next. What else? Uh, so please subscribe to North Star. Yep. And to Full Pop Studios. Full Pop. Sorry, Full Pop. Um, also, hey, did you know that we are on iTunes? You can subscribe and then you can listen to us at work. Uh, or as I do, I listen to podcasts on the drive. Nice. Um, you just commute here. Yep. So yeah, you can go do that. We uh, and if you're on uh, the audio version, um, you can find us on YouTube. And if you want to find us on iTunes, type in uh, Movie Therapy, and then you'll see our logo, and that's the one you go to. Mm-hmm. So um, now that you know where to find us at, you can also find us on the Faux Pop web, website, which is faupop.com. Um, yes, thank you for watching this week's episode. Yes. We will see you next week with uh, 
a good older movie. Yeah, super older movie. Older, and it's definitely the oldest one we've done. Yes. Newest to oldest. And it's absolutely it's my sandwich. favorite genre of movie. Not mine, but it's, it's so, decent. Yes. It's decent. Yes. Well, that's why we get to do the picks every week. So this was Ty's pick. Next week's my pick. And thank you for watching. And thank you, Shelby. Bye. (gasps) What has happened to Doug Gladden? This sport is everything to you. You throw one heavy punch with that right. That's That's your career. career. Now I'm pregnant. This is big, though. There's a restaurant nearby that sells hot dogs. The doctor said that I should never play hockey again. Eva's cousin's got a job opportunity at an insurance company. How was your first day? Work. It was so fun. Doug Glatt storage room. That's here. Oh, okay. The Highlanders have traded for star forward Anders Kane. It's my team now. I need to protect my team. Hello, sir. You train me? Train you know what? Teach me to fight with my left. All right. Ah, shit! Left my fucking bus pass in there. Just the left. There you go. You look like Super Mario. Show him and everyone else they're still here. Maybe not the world. I mean, Canada probably, but in like three or four states. looking at. Hey, Belchie, this toilet looks just like your mama. Oh, you guys are... Get the fuck. We've got to do this together. She looks like a tiny mushroom person. You smell like hot dogs. Thank you. I don't have to fight you. Could only mean one thing. Oh, he's back as a Highlander!